Welcome to today's podcast. Today, it's our great pleasure to have with us Lee Egan, who is the co-founder of Manchester Print Services. Lee, welcome to today's podcast. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. It's great, great to have you with us today. Lee, when and why did you found Manchester Print Services? Uh, we, we founded Manchester Print Services going back in uh, 2000, November of 2010. Uh, we'd worked, myself and Andrew Lambert had worked at uh, a previous company for pr pretty much from leaving school really. We'd, we'd started our way, Andy was a, was a traditional retoucher uh, and worked his way obviously through then on to you know, Photoshop and pre-press uh, for when, when the, the company developed its way into digital. Uh, myself started in, in the dark rooms doing black and white uh, dark room printing. Uh, and then moved into colour printing uh, the traditional way with with enlargers. Uh, then obviously the company evolved, if you like, as digital come in. They bought a Durst Lambda, uh, which we which we used to run. Uh, Andrew again would was be doing the pre press, mm -hmm. so it sort of led itself a little bit. I was the the print arm, if you like, and Andrew was the the pre press arm. Uh, I think in in the 2010 time, the company that I was working for, we were, we were sort of getting to, we, we were both production managers there. Uh, still enjoyed the people that we worked with, but maybe just felt that we, we wasn't really going to get any further on within within the company. So that's the reason why we we then decided to uh, set up uh, and give it a go on our, you know, give it a go ourselves, if you like. And and luckily, 10 years later, obviously, we, we're, still, we're still here. Yeah, it's good. It's a great success story. It really is. How has the business evolved and what markets do you currently serve, Lee? Uh, mainly, uh, I, I would say our main uh, focus at the minute is mainly on, uh, certainly on, obviously, the exhibition industry was, was always our biggest uh, part to what we'd normally do at, at Manchester Print Services. But then, obviously, the pandemic hit. Obviously, we've not had 18 months, really. We've not had any any exhibition whatsoever. Uh, mainly, we, we do a lot of uh, tension graphic systems. Mm -hmm. So we'll print a lot onto, uh, onto battle-lit uh, fabric. Put, uh, we have a, a seamstress line that we, we sew uh, silicon bead around the edge to, to create the, the tension fabric. Uh, fabric. And I'd say probably that is our main main source of business at the moment. Is you know we've picked up some really really big accounts where uh, we're you know we we're printing all day every day the fabric and doing the uh, and putting the silicon bead on. But obviously on the UV we print a lot of uh, we print a lot of boards. We do dye bonds. We do foamex. We do fabric. Uh, we can do you know pretty much anything really. We do an awful lot. We do specialise when we when we first set up. We specialised quite a lot and put quite a lot of time and effort into getting a, a prep that worked on UV for, for printing direct to glass. So we do a lot for two big uh -huh. uh, glass companies where we uh -huh. do glass shelving with uh, for Marks and Spencers and Next. Uh, we print a design onto onto the glass. We do quite a lot of uh, we've got two or three customers that do 
uh, kitchen backsplashes. So they'll send us the glass in and the drawings that that they've measured up for for, uh, for home customers that will print direct onto the glass uh, through the UV printer. So we've sort of diversified a little bit, and obviously a, lot, a few other printers uh, companies don't like getting involved in printing to glass, whereas that's one of our sort of key key core. Uh, projects really that we do and, and we've been doing that we, we do a lot of gaming work so we do work for uh, for gaming machines we do backlit films for gaming machines uh, and also we we used to do before we uh, before the the if you like the real base machines uh, wasn't as popular uh, we used to do a lot of direct printing to glass for for the front and for the, the, the top and bottom glasses on your on your real base gaming machines as well so I suppose that's our, our core business, if you like. It, within the industry or within the business, we've got uh, an HP Stitch uh, 1000, the HP Stitch 500, which we, we purchased not so long ago, uh, Viewtech GS uh, UV machine. Uh, we've also got the HP 360 and a couple of uh, HP uh, Z6200s as well. So we, we sort of, and then also the cutters we've got, we've got a 3.2 metre cutter, Blackman and White cutter, which also has a laser head on there as well for us to do uh, polished acrylics and things like that. So we, we sort of service most, oh, you know, really? any any of the yeah. any of the sectors really that need print doing. Yeah, we can service. You've got a really diverse um, set of machines in there, haven't you? It's great. Yeah, we have. Yeah, that's it. I think I think it's just led us. I think as we've we've sort of evolved, if you like, as a company, starting with as we were talking before, you now with with two HP fifty five hundreds and one uh, sill uh, laminator. That was pretty much you know where the, where the company started, if you like. Obviously, we've we've grew with with accounts as they've come along and and probably purchased the the equipment at the time when you know when when we needed to purchase it if you like and probably just got in there at the right time as we've as we've purchased the the equipment so we've got a uh, a sewing line uh on the, on a mezzanine floor within the within the unit which obviously then also leads us into to doing all the tfs systems for your exhibition frameworks and, and obviously all your light box we do a lot for yeah for uh, asda or your or your fabrics a lot of your fabrics that go into asda uh we've we've usually produced uh, a fair fair few of them so we yeah it, it, as it, i say it, no people come on they can you know we can print like i say from from glass to fabric if you like you know sort of one one extreme to the other really but yeah it's, it's sort of some yeah, stuff that we're quite great. confident in in producing so, so what's your minimum width then and what's your maximum print width uh, I mean, minimum, obviously, even on the ViewTech, which is which is three point two meters wide. No, you can print down to a you know, an A4 size, I suppose. Uh, same again, also on the die sublimation. Obviously, you can print down to whatever size you want, smith, uh, small width wise. Uh, maximum width would be mm -hmm. would be three point two. So the ViewTechs are three point two. The HP Stitch One Thousand is a three point two. Right. The cutter uh, that we've got, the Blackman and White cutter, is also a three point two. Be three point two. Uh, in length but as a conveyor bed so we can in effect we could print three meters wide by 10 meters long if we if we need to uh, and obviously we've got the, the camera registration on the cutter which will obviously cut it to size and accurately to to do that uh, on the and That's then obviously great. even on the you know if you if you say the, the upholstery fabrics 
Yeah, so you can you can really kind of sweep products across, can't you? You can coordinate, like you say, if you've got in-store graphics or exhibitions that are backlit panels, you, and you, you're also printing, um, I guess, graphic backdrops as well. And you can help by coordinating all of those together, buying from one source yourself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, if somebody come on with an exhibition, if you like, and wanted, uh, you know, wanted to bring. They had backlit graphics that they wanted dye sublimation. They had black back graphics that they wanted dye sublimation. But then they also had, you know, Fomex panels and dye bomb panels to go on on the panel. We can do that. And it, it, even as, you know, if they've, they've got vinyl as well that needs to go on there and needs to be cut, kissed, cut and weeded and things, we can also do that. So it, I suppose it is pretty much a, a one-shot stop, if you like. You no, know, we, we don't need to, to send out to any. We can do everything in-house. Yeah, it's very, very important. Lee, when did you decide to diversify a little further then to explore the opportunities in the decor sector? Uh, probably around April of two, uh, 2020, which was obviously just before the pandemic hit. So it was probably wasn't the best timing in the world. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. within, the, within the unit itself, uh, rent some space out to... Uh, a company called Charlton Fabrics who uh, supply to the commercial market for uh, Crypt 5 upholstery. So they supply uh, printed fabric and they also supply faux levers as well, which are mainly go out to the uh, to the to the commercial sector, if you like. We're doing you know your bars, restaurants, places like that that are having having refurbs mm-hmm. done. Uh, the one of the ladies who was one of the directors, she was getting of an age where she didn't really want to be traveling the length and breadth of the country to you know to bring the work in so she asked us myself and andrew if, if we wanted to get involved yeah. uh moving the company forward and we wanted to buy her out if you like of the company so we we took a decision that obviously we we wanted the company to, yeah. to grow the printing arm of it we could see could grow which obviously then would benefit manchester print services in a way because obviously we would be doing the yeah. printing uh, so we decided to do that. We we bought into the company, yeah. Uh, which then obviously allowed us then to we we would obviously get all the printing from that. Uh, obviously, then the pandemic hit. So really, for eighteen months, it, it didn't really move forward. The only good thing about it, I suppose, was that we we was able to to concentrate on the business in in getting it to where we need it to be. If you like, you know, in terms of sampling and and things mm-hmm. like that uh mm-hmm. so that yeah that's the reason why really we decided to move into you know into the the home say it's home decor it's probably more so uh commercial uh crib five fabrics that we print yeah, and then we have then we, we send out and have yeah. the the crib five back in yeah put onto them yeah well it's great though isn't it because you're controlling your own supply chain because you've got your own print bases in-house yeah that's it yeah i mean again we can you know even on that because we've got we've, we've got the hp 5500 uh which we purchased for doing the for doing the upholstery fabrics uh but if anyone comes on and they want a wide width uh-huh. we just had a customer come on the other day who wants some curtaining, uh-huh. but he needed it at 2.2 meters wide so that's fine then not a problem we can just put it onto the hp 1000 and it, they'll get exactly the same color on the same you know quality machine as they would do on on the, the on the 1600 wide uh s500 machine so we can you know we majority of the work obviously is printed at, at 15 1600 wide and then if people come on and say well actually we need a yeah. wide width one we can also accommodate that because we yeah. have got the diagonal we've got the s1000 which obviously then will allow us to do that as well 
are so important for the contract marketplace, the wider widths. Yeah, yeah, it is. We've, we've, we're sort of just finding Definitely. that out really now. We've had a, a few customers who have come on to us who are actually sending work out over to, I think they're using printers over in Spain to be able to, so they, they supply yeah. the fabric over to the printers in Spain, yeah. they print it and then supply it back as a print-only product. But obviously you've got, especially now with Brexit, I suppose you've got your, your, your freight going over there, your freight coming back. So we've, we we just involved in talks with a, a quite a big uh company who supply wide width material to the hotel chains uh for us to print their uh their fabric perfect, for them perfect. rather than having to send it over to spain it's great it's great to hear about reshoring isn't it really great to hear we're all kind of wherever we are in the world but we're all starting to manufacture locally yeah this is this is there no, i was just going to say there's quite a few cost obviously Keep companies going. out there that have no i've always had wide width uh machinery but they may be you know they've been into the graphic market and and obviously they print dye sublimation for the graphic and exhibition industry whereas obviously we've tried to diversify yeah. the, the kit we've got not just to be you know graphics it can also be upholstery based as well really interesting lee why does the interior deco marketplace excite you and what products do you plan to offer this sector moving forward right uh i mean in terms of of excitement you no know, from from the feedback that we've had now as a new company going out to, to designers with the, the designs that we've got uh we you know we've we've got really great feedback i think the other great thing as well is because we're printing house and we hold the digital files the feedback that we're getting off the designers is yeah. you know it's great because sometimes the designers yeah. will will spend you know, weeks designing uh, a restaurant and then they go to order the, fa- the the contractors go to order the fabric and then it's been discontinued so because obviously we're printing digital we hold the files the fabrics you know not going to get discontinued the base cloth if you like then then they've got no worries if you like of when they pick a certain fabric that it's ever going to be discontinued the designs are always going to be there for them so we've had a real good response really on on terms of the yeah. new designs that we've you know that we've just launched so in terms of that i think that's what excites us really we are slightly different to some of your bigger players who have obviously got you no know, lots of woven fabric on the shelves which may may get discontinued after a period of time uh obviously because this is digital base and we print to order we haven't got carried you know tons of stock if you like of of each of the the color base because we've obviously got 25 new designs but we've yeah. also got within them designs is maybe 15 colorways as well within them designs so to carry all that in stock if you like would you know would be quite costly so because we print to order goes out someone orders 30 meters and you no know, within two three days we have it printed and, and on their doorstep if you like on you know, all printed up Great. I'm going to skip a couple of questions. I'm going to go straight into your new um, design collections then, Malian and Knowles. So just briefly the, the, for, the, for the listeners as well, you know, um, the decor industry is very, very different to wide format and it is very much driven by design. So Lee, could you tell us more about the Malian and Knowles design collection and why its acquisition was so, so important for the, your growth strategy? It, it just gave us so much more in terms of of designs. I think when we when we initially bought into to Charlton Fabrics, you now we had maybe uh, four to five collections of 
uh, faux leathers that we knew that sold really well within the industry. So they obviously we, we still had them ones there. Uh, but in terms of printed designs, we probably only had maybe five, four or five printed designs. Two or three of them were, were quite old that had been out there for for a number of years, although they were still, you know, still selling. They wasn't obviously going to be as popular as, as brand new designs coming out. So we looked at it and obviously we, we inquired about designers coming on board or mm -hmm. designers who we could, you know, go to a company and, and have designs made. And obviously they'll be quite expensive, if you like, for the ways as well to be done. Uh, we then probably touched luck in, in terms of somebody who we knew from, from uh, for a while from, uh, from when Charlton was was sort of first setting up that Elaine who was who was one of the girls who or one of the ladies who who started that company up knew a designer so he come on board then and, and wanted to, to launch an, a new product so we decided to launch this new product which is the, the Malian and Nose collection uh, and he, he brought 25 brand new designs with like I say maybe 10-15 different colourways within each of the designs these you know the designs on there from from swirl designs if you like uh quite old traditional designs to yeah. you know with animals on there monkeys yeah. on there elephants on there which is quite at the minute a bit uh sought after i think within the industry so and the other great thing is because yeah, obviously the designer is on board if any yeah, if definitely. any yeah if any uh if any designer has got a project that they want a specific design on and they actually want it designing you know from scratch they can give him the concepts of the idea mm -hmm. that they're after and he will actually paint and design mm -hmm. something up for them and obviously he does actually you know the designs are literally designed from scratch they you know the, the hand painted designs which is then obviously scanned into digital uh placed into ava and and split out for all the different colorways within ava uh for step and repeat and, and everything so it's literally you no know, the designs are literally done traditionally if you like going back 30 years rather than digitally produced designs they are actually hand painted designs as well it's great it's great it's so interesting isn't it and it's so important that you have that design integrity as well it's a it's a real adds something completely new to your business, doesn't it? And it also, it's that missing link as well, isn't it? So, because so often you'll get designers and architects coming forward and they know they know what they want to produce, but it, but accessing the actual designs for those takes a lot of time. So it's a, it's, yeah, it's a really strong value proposition that you've added, isn't it, with your acquisition? It's great. Yeah, yeah, massively, yeah. Because obviously, you know, we're in, so we, we've, we've launched uh, in April of this year, we launched 25, uh, brand new designs and then we we plan uh mm -hmm. because obviously we've, we've launched so many all in all in one go we then plan to launch uh i think it's april of next year another another four new designs and then in the summer we'll produce another and then we'll right, right. we'll we'll is we'll, we'll, already designing really for for new designs for next year as well but i think the other great thing is with it being digital obviously the old designs never disappear with they're not they're not being discontinued if someone goes back to an old yeah. design and still likes it obviously they can they can still purchase that because it's as i say because it's printed to order and it's uh and it's a digital file that's held on on file so uh, but in terms of the the designs themselves as i say if anyone's got concepts that that they haven't you know they can't find any design within our collection or within anybody else's collection obviously we we have that 
scope where we can say to the designer, can you design us something up around this concept? And, you know, we can come up with them ideas. That's great. So I guess the, the Charlton Fabrics purchase, along with the um, the choice of choosing the, the HP stitch, really, is, is all integral. It's going to be a huge part of the future of Marleyan and Knowles. Yeah, that's right. It is. It's, you know, it, it, what we've done is obviously the three companies have, have merged, if you like, together. Uh, and mm-hmm. obviously with the with the HP Stitch, we mm-hmm. we we had the HP Stitch one thousand before that when we was when we first bought into Charlton Fabrics, we actually had the Mamaki JV five. So we was printing the upholstery fabrics on the JV five, mm-hmm. which was a three point two uh, machine, but we was printing the sixteen hundred wide yeah. paper on there as well, which was yeah. it, it was okay, but it wasn't ideal if you like for that. Uh, when we bought the the HP Stitch 1000. Obviously, we changed everything over then onto the onto the 1000. It, it prints 1600 wide paper as it does 3.2 meter wide paper, just just as good. But because we were getting so busy on the graphics yeah. market, which obviously that's the reason yeah. why we bought the the S1000 3.2, we just decided that it was such a great machine that the 500. You no, know, when once we started looking for a smaller machine to to help us with production. The S one thousand, sorry, the the S five hundred was the next one that we you know we decided to purchase straight away. We didn't test any others at all. We just, and, and the great thing is, obviously, we've had them, the both machines profile, so they they both match each other. So if we did have a run of where the Perfect. the five hundred was was too busy, Perfect. we could always put it onto the S one thousand and print it on there. We wouldn't get any color differences or no quality differences at all. Everything just falls in line really with each other. Yeah, so much has changed over the years, hasn't it? You must yourselves have seen a big difference in that flexibility now, that, that ability to calibrate machines and make them static on colour has changed so much over the years. It's a it's a real win, isn't it? Gives you so much flexibility. Yeah, massively, yeah. I mean, this is the, I suppose this was the reason why we, we looked at the, the S1000 when it came out, because it does have the, the colour management system built within. So we'd picked up a project mm-hmm. uh, which we initially we tested on the on the the Mamaki JV5, uh, and we won the account on that. And we knew that obviously the work was was going to be there because we'd we'd won the account. But we knew that the JV5 wasn't up to the job because one, it was too slow for printing battle for the amount of battle fabrics that was going to be coming through. And also, we was concerned because it was a, a corporate colour that we was we would have been producing, and the corporate colour obviously had to stay consistent with throughout the run which was probably maybe a, a three four year account uh producing fabrics sort of month on month for them so when we looked at the the other machines uh i think the stitch just even though it was the, the sort of first one out there we went over to barcelona and we did it as a demo on it over there and because the the color calibration in there uh allows you to calibrate for consistency it just again it was no it was a, a game changer for us in terms of we knew that we was going to get color consistency right the way through the run from if you like from day one to day you know to, to four years down the line so that was one of the other reasons why uh, the hp sort of fitted for our for our business if you like and then also the other the other thing was just the user friendliness of it you know you can literally lace the machine up set it printing and then walk away and get on with something else while there's 100 metres of fabric, you no know, printing, and without really any concerns of of, it, of the step moving or the or it banding, uh, things like that. You no, know, you can leave it as it's designed to be able to run through through the night, so you can leave it running uh, with a roll of fabric on, on through the night. 
Uh, so and and the speed as well. No, it, it'll print battle at 110 square meters an hour. So it, it gives us more than enough capability to be able to produce this project that we we knew that was coming on for for this year. Great. So you didn't have to take on any more staff. You just had to buy the new machine. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So literally, we've got. Uh, we used to have one lad obviously running the 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 UV machine. Uh, so now he literally just runs between him and, and a couple of other staff who, who load the machine up between the three of them. They just they run the dye sublimation as well because it, it's just so easy to, to run. You know, and say so literally is you know load the machine up and, and clip print in, and it's as easy as that. Obviously, you have your weekly maintenance that you need to do to make sure it, it keeps it. Uh, running like that but apart from that there's not a lot really else to it you know whereas obviously when we was printing on the jv5 it was it was difficult to load it was you know it worked on tensions it was difficult to get the step on the tensions correct whereas obviously the, on the hp it has a uh, it has calibration set into it so that it, it the the uh the fabric comes through at the, the correct step every time uh, and that's part of the technology again that's built into there as an old mass reading in there which which allows it to move forward uh and you don't get any step issues you know any banding issues it's great great it, it is it is you know it, it's just so great to watch how all of this technology is becoming so easy to use really and it must must be saving you so much time but it must also give you so much more confidence when you take those orders those really quick orders that have to be delivered you know like you say in 24 hours three-day turnaround for large large-ish volumes as well they're not necessarily small volumes these days are they no no that's right yeah especially on the on the graphic side of it, everything's uh, volume and and time driven you no know, we have customers who are really demanding in terms of you know producing a a battle graphic that may be you know 15 backlit graphics and three meters be two meters and you know you get the artwork approval on the monday and they want them on the wednesday you know that that type of thing so it is uh yeah. it is and, and obviously i think that's where managed to print sort of pride themselves really is a little bit on service and quality uh we'd, we'd always put ourselves i suppose within you know try to put ourselves within that bracket if you like that we try to service the customers as, as best we can that's great. You've got a real arsenal of machinery there. Well done. It sounds fantastic. I can't wait to visit and have a have a look. It sounds it sounds like you're having a really great time. Lee, you've now got UV and HP Dysubs technologies. You're so well placed now to serve the interior design sector. What excites you, that, that word again, what excites you most as we emerge from the challenge of the last 18 months? Uh, I think from just everything coming back really of what we what we had previously i mean in terms of in terms of the business the last i'd say from april of this year obviously before april you know sort of over the christmas period and then obviously into into last year when we was in lockdowns now obviously it was it was difficult the the upholstery although we bought into the upholstery yeah. business in the april of, of 2020 obviously a month before everything locked down uh so really that that as I say, we yeah. didn't produce an awful lot of that. Uh, and then also, obviously, exhibition, when we did service a lot to retail, obviously, they they closed down. They wasn't spending anything. Uh, so we did really struggle in terms of uh, producing within them within them times. Obviously, we had to furlough the staff. Uh, but yeah. I'd say in terms of, of where yeah. we're at at the moment, we've, we've probably picked up a lot of work during the lockdown if you like we've got a lot of new customers on on board uh because we was obviously at the time to 
to be phoning people around. We don't have we don't have a rep. We don't have any you know representative going out selling Manchester print services. Majority of it is, as it always has done, is sort of organically grown off the customers that we've got, or we've you know it's been word of mouth. That's mainly the the business that we get is you know people recommend us and we 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 then service them and offer them a you know a good service and then they usually stick with us. We don't tend to use lose a lot of customers. Uh, but in terms of, I think as, as moving forward, I think it's just, I think it's exciting of of when things come back to you know where you was in previous, if you like, with to yeah. to service the exhibition industry. I think uh, in terms of the uh, the upholstery fabric market, I think that's you know really buoyant in the market at the moment. Talking to designers, there's a lot of new projects going on. Uh, pubs are out there obviously being refurbished yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think in terms of towards the end of this year you know myself and Andy have, have sort of sat down and had a chat and we, we feel that probably by the end of the year we'll probably be in a better position than that we was before the actual pandemic hit because we've picked new customers up you know after after uh, as we come into the end of it now that have been recommended to us and also we're in a position now where we know the industry of the, the upholstery fabrics so we we're sort of ready, if you like, and and we've got people out there now putting samples and and uh, all the designs are, are obviously people are starting to see the designs now, so it's starting to get a lot more. You know, from the phone ringing twice a day, it's now ringing fifteen times a day with people inquiring about samples, sending out samples <laughs> to them, uh, and things like that, and you know, and designers saying, you know, they love it's it, great. it's going to be on our next project, you no know, things like that. So, but I think, yeah, I think going forward, I it's think great. you know hopefully everybody will you know see a, a good upturn it's great it's a brilliant it's a fantastic success story lee you know you have to say congratulations you've you know since 2010 you've adapted your business alongside digital technologies and grown a really strong customer base that you're clearly re- and you know you're having a great time you're really enjoying yourselves it's, it's a fantastic story thank you so 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 much for for sharing sharing it today for anybody that's listening, yeah, for anyone that's listening, I'll make sure that um, contact details, etc., are in the show, do- show notes. And Lee, thank you. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. You're doing an amazing job. Um, I look forward to hearing more about your future successes over the years ahead. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Deborah. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you.